This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, October 13th. Corey, it's a Friday, and that means we're doing our activities director check around across central Minnesota. This week, we are joined with Matt Radnicki, the activities director over at New York Mills. He's joining us live on the morning sports desk this morning. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Good. How about you guys? Doing pretty darn good. Hey, Matt, uh, let's talk a little bit of New York Mills football. Uh, how's that uh, been going for you guys this season? Yeah, you know, it's it's been a good year so far for us. You know, we wish we could have a few more wins in the varsity end. We have a couple wins. Um, we got a big win over Wadena, which is our big rivalry game, so our kids are excited about that. But, you know, overall the program's been going good. We have numerous people that volunteer. We have flag football in third and fourth grade. and fifth and sixth grade, we have a tackle flag, um, volunteer coaches that are helping us out, you know, and I want to give mention to them because those kids just got done here recently and, you know, without those volunteers and those parents helping out, uh, it wouldn't be possible to do that. And they do a wonderful job with the young program. And then our junior high played their last games last night, um, finished up the season at Lake Park Ottawa in a good way. So, you know, now we're kind of rolling to the end of the season for varsity, getting ready for playoffs coming up soon, which is hard to believe. And I just think it's so funny because of the fact that I remember when we started out the year, it was about 85 and humid and hot, and we're worried about how much water and pickle juice we can drink and, Tonight, I don't think we have to worry about that. So it's just kind of fun, you know, to see that transformation and get ready for playoff football when it gets colder and crisp and so on. But, you know, our kids are competing and they're working hard, so that's all we can ask. And, uh, you know, we've stayed away from the major injury bug. We've had a few injuries here and there, but nothing, you know, I don't want to say make light of them, but nothing super serious. And that's always important to stay healthy and have fun and uh, enjoy the sport and get out of it healthy as, as a team and as a group. And, Matt, you guys have a game tonight here against Staples-Motley. Uh, just preview that matchup for us a little bit and what you guys are going to have to do to get the win. Yeah, Staples has a really good football team. They have some good young athletes that are really coming on. Um, they struggled a little bit the last couple of years, but they played together, and now they're reaping the rewards of, of being um, getting out there at a young age and other juniors and even some sophomores and a few seniors here and there. and. Um, they're very, they're very talented. They're very talented in the skill positions. Um, very, like I said, very, some very athletic kids, and they're gonna be a tough matchup for us. But uh, at the same time, um, you know, we haven't, we've really been hit by the turnover bug. I mean, we're kind of like the Minnesota Vikings reincarnated here in New York Mills because, uh, like last week, we played Brecker was really pretty good, but we had six turnovers to one, and it, it really has been hurting us. So you know, if we can just get that game where we can just hold on to the ball and, and see what happens. You know, I'm not saying we're going to win or anything like that, but we can compete with them. But we just can't keep turning the ball over. If we do that, um, it's going to be another long night for us. But in the same breath, we're excited. It's homecoming this week for us. Um, we have a little bit later normal homecoming, so the kids are excited. It's been a fun week. We have a fun day today planned for the kids. And I hope for that excitement and enthusiasm we can carry over on the football field tonight. Matt, we're going to transition over to the volleyball program now. Kind of a tough week for the Eagles, but played two really nice teams in Parker's Prairie and Wadena Deer Creek. Just one game left on the schedule on the road at Henning next week. But over 500 on the season for the New York Mills Eagles. Um, what's what's the breakdown of Eagles volleyball this year as we prepare for section tournament play there? Yeah, like you said, this week we had two tough matches. You know, Parker's has a very good team, and Wadena is very good in volleyball this year again. I mean, you know, Sue does a really good job with the kids there. And so it was, it was a tough week, but at the same time, I think you can grow from that and get better. And they got better at the, I believe, the girls 
know, Tammy's done a nice job with our team. Um, we have some younger players. We're not a senior laden team. We're mostly juniors and sophomores. You know, so we got to keep getting better and better, and hopefully they'll see the rewards coming up in the future. But at the same time, they've competed and they've done a nice job. And you know, in the sectionals, I don't know where we're going to see it quite yet, but it probably looks like five or six or seven in that area. You know, so we should be able to compete with those teams and that we're going to face in the sectional playoffs, and hopefully get a win and, and get go on to another night and get a chance to compete again in the playoffs. But like I said, you know, the volleyball program is in good hands. We have really good numbers in our junior high. Um, program and again there are a lot of volunteers in the elementary i saw a lot of elementary girls out there this fall you know in the courts practicing so you know we, it's a good situation where we have a lot of numbers and a lot of kids to choose from and we've done some things in the junior high to get some extra matches for those girls but at the same time you know it comes down to just working and, and they've done a nice job and um, they should be very proud of what they've been doing matt uh, a team section tennis uh, got underway yesterday. I know wraps up today. Uh, New York Mills and Perm. You got some girls on that tennis program again this year. And and uh, what was the season like for that program? Yeah, they they had a really good year. They lost a tough match yesterday, uh, four to three. It was a four and five seeds. We lost four to three. The East Grand Forks that came down to the final match. We lost a tiebreaker in the second set there. But at the same time, um, we do have nine people, or excuse me, nine young ladies that are competing in the total tennis program, seventh through twelfth grade with Perm. So we're very fortunate to give us the opportunity to, to continue playing tennis and give our girls a chance to play tennis. Um, you know, our section is really good this year um, in tennis. Uh, you know, we were seeded fourth, but we won a lot of matches. Uh, East Grand Forks, what well, Deer Creek had a pretty good year, and I believe they were seeded sixth. So. Um, you know, there's some good tennis teams in our section starting off with Staples right on the top. And it'll be interesting to see who wins that comes out today in the championship match. But at the same time, uh, you know, like I said, our girls are getting a chance to compete. We're very fortunate that we thank the Perm District for allowing us to co-op. And it's been a good experience for our girls. Um, my daughters have played in it, so I know firsthand. Good coaches, good experience, good interaction with people and getting some friendships. And it's been a very positive thing for um, our girls. Let's talk a little New York Mills cross country. What's the season been like for them? Yeah, you know, our numbers are a little lower this year in cross country. Uh, Mr. Esla and Mrs. Dresser they do a really nice job, though, in that program. Um, you know, we started that program out. We only had one kid for many years, and it's kind of blossomed. And we've been as high as about 20. And this year, right around that 15 mark, 14 mark, you know, with boys and girls, which isn't great. But again, it's about giving those kids a chance to uh, compete and have an opportunity to participate. It's something that they really like, and it's you know running can be a lifelong uh, health commitment for yourself, but at the same time, it's just a skill that those girls and guys that are out there just really enjoy competing, and they go out and run on the Sonnenberg Trails on north of town here, and they train there a lot, and you know really pre- very pretty area to be training in and working hard in, and you know I'm just proud that they just keep going after it. Um, you know they just keep getting better and better, and I know at the Brian Evansville last Tuesday or this past Tuesday, you know, everyone had their best time of the year. So that's kind of what you want to go for is, you know, kind of peak at the right time. It looks like they're peaking at the right time. So kudos to them. And like, like I said, they worked hard. And, yes, they had their conference meeting in Modena on Monday. So it's coming to a close for them, too. And then on to sectionals for the cross-country programs. Uh, Matt, anything else you want to mention, maybe homecoming activities or otherwise things going on at New York Mills before we let you get out of here? No, you know, it's just been a fun week, guys. Um, you know, our kids and student body, they, they kind of get into it. Uh, 
we have an elementary pep fest this morning, and we have a high school pep fest this afternoon. You know, and the big theme is just getting involved in our, in our senior royalty, Sam Kupfweiler, or Haley Kurkowski, or King and Queen. You know, really emphasize that to the student body, and I think we've had really good participation. And you know, um, we look back on our days when we were younger, and you know, you don't want to ever regret not doing something. And the kids are having fun, and that's what I told like the guys yesterday after practice. You know, enjoy today, have fun. You know, it, it, there's more to in the sports, I mean, there's there's things about you know making memories and about what making memories with your friends and classmates and underclassmates and you know the, the kids have done a nice job and uh, I think they're having a good week and you know, like hopefully it caps off today with a good day at Pep Fest and a good game tonight and then they follow that up with a dance and have a lot of fun as a as a group of individuals. So we're looking forward to it and it's been a lot of excitement and a lot of fun and now we're coming up. You know what's hard to say, but. We're getting prepped for the winter season, and we're not going to talk about that quite yet. I don't want to be putting <laughs> snow out there. But at the same time, you know, my job, it kind of kicks into gear where you start getting ready and getting, making sure all your basketball, wrestling, and everything else is dotted and crossed eyes and the T's. So, you know, we look forward to that, but at the same time, enjoy these last few weeks of the fall season and hopefully, you know, do some of our better performances at the end, peak at the right time. Awesome. New York Mills Activities Director Matt Radnicki joining us live on the morning sports desk this morning, giving us the insight on all that's going on in New York Mills athletics and activities. Hey, Matt, we appreciate you joining us this morning. You have a great rest of your day, and good luck tonight. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Matt Radnicki, Activities Director at New York Mills. And, Corey, it's a good segue into our broadcast schedule tonight over on The Fan. Indeed, those New York Mills Eagles will host the Staples Motley Cardinals. It's a 6.40 pregame and a 7 o'clock kickoff on AM 1430 and 98.5 FM. The fan, Tyler Grunwald, will have all of the action. Yeah, and over on the Superstation, K106, 105.9 FM, streaming live on WadenaRadio.com and the Superstation K106 app. It's Breckenridge at Wadena Deer Creek High School Football, 6.40 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff it's the final home game of the season for Wadena Deer Creek and uh, crazy Corey that we're already talking about uh, it's MEA week next week and that means the regular season wraps up uh, already a, a week from today we're pretty much wrapped up it was uh, like Matt mentioned it was t-shirts and shorts weather when this season started just a mere seven weeks ago. It's like t-shirts and shorts weather like seven days ago and it was like t-shirt and shorts weather seven days ago and um I tell you what, if you show up in t-shirt and shorts now, I will not see you at work on Monday, I'm <laughs> guessing. There's always one person that CJ's shows up CJ's out with shorts. pneumonia again. <laughs> he said he's in the hospital, actually. <laughs> uh, the doctors didn't want to help him, though, because they said, you you dummy, come on. <laughs> You've been here how long? <laughs> There's people that can't help being sick, and you're doing this? Come I know. On. It's gonna. It's, uh, this is the fun. This is the fun time of year. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. Awesome to see you. It was great chatting with Radnicky this morning as well, checking in on all those things going on in New York Mills. Uh, Corey, let's wrap things up here by uh, one quick Vikings preview. They're playing the Bears. Do we have any expectations for them at all this weekend? Yes, to win. Please <laughs> beat them. No handily. Justin Jefferson? The Bears stink. Beat them. Win that game. Weird things happen at Soldier Field, Corey. I know. It's not a good. This is like the. This is not a good. This is going to be probably the scenario. ugliest football game we're going to see all year long. Could be. I, there's. Um, an, I, I mean, they got to win. Yeah. You have to win this game. And if you don't, um, there might be some things coming. <laughs> if the Vikings. I'm serious. Like, this is not. This is um, not just. 
Justin Jefferson being injured. Right. Like maybe you table that in. Like you won't have to rush Jefferson back. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? If you win this game and there's still hope on the horizon, Jefferson has to miss at least four weeks. Mm-hmm. But if you lose this game, we're talking about maybe five or six weeks. You don't have to come back till you're 100%. Like there's no point in rushing him back. Right. Kirk Cousins' name keeps get uh, thrown into trade options in the yeah, NFL trade. But. I, but, but – if you go one and what would they be? One and five? Yeah. It's done. Like Oh yeah. It's, like I is mean, Kirk Cousins done. the quarterback of this team next year anyway? I mean, absolutely not. If they go one and six or whatever it is, one and so five. So if he's not the quarterback of the team next year anyway, I'm not this is this is all doomsday scenario stuff. I'm not right. saying this is happening. I'm saying you go one and five, all of these things I think get put on the table, right? Yeah. You talk about Jefferson missing maybe two months of games you maybe there's someone who's in contention who doesn't have a quarterback cousins isn't going to be your quarterback next year anyway can you get something in return for him you don't you know things start turning a corner here a little bit if you lose to chicago in chicago because by the way you host San Francisco the following week for Monday Night Football. Ba-na-na-bum. That's not gonna be great either. No, that one's gonna be a good old fashioned butt kicking. It sure is. So we're we're not. They're not. The Vikings aren't gonna flippantly do things. But it's not flippant if you're one and five, <laughs> potentially one and six, right around the corner. I mean, that's that's just the truth. Yeah. I mean, look, the the expectation, like you said, they should go in and win. They should beat this bad Bears team. And if they don't, uh, yeah, like you talked about, we, it, it's there's going to have to be some kind of discussions. I mean, jobs are safe. That's not like head coach and GM. They're going to be yes. fine. Yes. But like you, like you said, in terms of, yeah, Jefferson's not really going to need to be rushed back. I don't think Kirk Cousins gets traded at all. I don't think that actually happens. But still, uh, you know, I, 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 you, like you said, there's going to be some things that need to get discussed. I agree with you. It's just that everyone is – they can't keep Kirk Cousins' name out of their mouth. Right. He is, he is the number one name that is brought up in every, like, hypothetical, if things get weird, this is a guy who could be gone. Did you hear his response? Uh, somebody asked me, like, could you envision a scenario in which you'd waive your no-trade clause? And basically – he didn't say the word no, but he said, like, I don't have time to worry about things that don't matter, like things that aren't in my priority. Yep. And people are like, oh, well, he didn't say no. It's like right. that's as close as he could yeah. to saying no. No, no, um, he's, he's, he's been great. None of the issues this year are Kirk Cousins' issues, in my opinion. He's been, he's been awesome. He's played well. He handles these sorts of scenarios uh, very well. He handles these scenarios very well. Um it's just that's just the nature of it. Like there are things that are at least need to be considered. I think uh, eleven o'clock pregame noontime kickoff Sunday on the Superstation K one hundred six. I got to run. All right, there goes Corey Tackman. This has been the morning sports desk for Friday, October thirteenth.